Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I am your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. Today, we're talking about a topic that is bright and shiny and up and coming. I think it's going to have a big impact on the future of commerce, but it's having an impact now. And so we're talking about voice commerce and voice first activities that lead to commerce. And you know, if, if you're paying attention at all to the news, if you're reading trade publications, if you're following Gary Vee, uh, you know that there's a lot of people that are very bullish on voice. I am one of those. We are uh, an Alexa household. I believe at last count, we have eight Alexa devices. We'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. But I think this is a trend that will continue. And so we're going to be talking about today, what is here and now? What, what you can leverage now from a voice commerce perspective to grow your business? What is likely coming in the future? And what do you need to be thinking about? Hey, e-commerce evolution listeners, Brett Curry here. I have a really cool announcement and an invite just for you. In February, OMG Commerce is hosting an exclusive invite-only event at the Google and YouTube offices in Los Angeles. Now, if you've never experienced a Google office, they really do live up to the hype. And the Google offices in LA are some of the most unique around. More on the venue in a minute, First, let me give you the scoop on the event itself. It's called YouTube Ads for E-Commerce, Building Full Funnel Growth with YouTube Ads. I'll be speaking at this event, sharing some of our best YouTube ad strategies, some of our most successful YouTube ad templates, and more. And you'll get to hear directly from some amazing YouTube team members, including some incredible content, from the Unskippable Labs team. Now, I've seen this content before, and it's amazing. Uh, I'm so excited about this event. But here's the best part. It's free, but it is invite only, and you do have to apply and be approved to attend because seating is limited. So sorry, no agencies, no service providers. This is just for e-commerce companies. Now, as promised, more about the venue. This will be held at the Spruce Goose Hangar. This hangar was initially built by the mogul Howard Hughes. And if you've ever seen the movie The Aviator with Leonardo DiCaprio, then you know all about Howard Hughes and his Spruce Goose. This hangar was recently renovated in true Google fashion. Now it's a cutting-edge YouTube studio and Google offices, and that's where we're holding this event. It's going to be amazing. So to find out more, to check out the application, Go to omgcommerce.com forward slash YouTube dash event. Again, that's omgcommerce.com forward slash YouTube dash event. I'll also link to the event page in the show notes of this show. And I hope to see you in LA. My guest today is the founder and CEO of Emitter, E-M-I-T-R-R. Uh, Anmol Oberoi, and they are a voice-first SaaS platform specializing in voice commerce. And so really excited to have Anmol on the show today and really thrilled to be diving into this topic. And so Anmol, how you doing? Welcome to the show and, and thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot, Brett, for having me and thanks a lot for introducing Emitter and, and our platform. I'm really excited to be here and share my learnings with the audience. Yeah, really exciting. 
And, and so let's kind of, let's, let's paint the picture just a little bit for the audience. I mean, obviously we all know about Alexa devices and, and Google home devices. And I think Apple has some devices. I don't know who's using those. I'm an Apple guy, by the way, but I just, I think Great. Google, Google and uh, uh, Amazon have a, a huge lead over Apple in this space. Uh, but, but talk to us, what, what, are, what are some stats? What are some things we need to be considering about the prevalence of voice first devices? Absolutely. I think that's that's the really exciting part about voice and where the trend is moving from a web first to a mobile first and now to a voice first uh, sort of approach. So just to give you some sense of how big things have already become from penetration perspective, uh, uh, I would say that, you know, if I had to just pick up Alexa, there are close to 150 million devices just in the US alone today. And, and every... Absolutely. And every time I, you know, look up that stat to refresh my memory that what's the number, that stat is continuously growing. Mm. And and if you look at the population of US, which is 300 million people, you have about 50% of the population. That means that almost, that, that essentially means that each home has at least one or more, uh, you know, smart speakers. So if, if I had to think of it from a business perspective, then there's a huge, huge opportunity lying there for businesses because Amazon's done a great job of creating a channel by placing a smart speaker in every home in the, in the U.S. Yeah, and it's so interesting because, uh, you know, one, I think, I think we're going we're gonna to dive into some really interesting stuff today on, you know, what are some use cases right now that you, you could be considering and using for your business We'll speculate about where this is going. Ultimately, nobody knows fully, right? Nobody would have predicted, right. you know, just prior to the iPhone or just after the iPhone, you know, what that would exactly do for mobile commerce. No one really knew, right? You have to see how it kind of plays out. But I think it's interesting. And I'll, I'll share a couple of tidbits from our home. And so we, we, have, we have eight devices. So we're helping inflate those numbers. Uh, we do have an Echo Show, which is the, the screen and the speaker's amazing. And so we use that a lot. What, what I found, and so here's, here's how we're using Alexa as it pertains to e-commerce. I am using it uh, to reorder a lot, right? So I know we'll, we'll talk about that some, but you know, I'll be in, in the kitchen making breakfast and say, Alexa, reorder my protein powder. And Alexa right. will say, hey, there are three things that fit your order history. Which one is it? And I'll say number one, you know, and then, and then give my code ordered. So I, I don't have to, to break stride at all in making my breakfast and uh, protein powder is on the way. I've also used it, and I don't know how, how common this is. I think it's less common, but I've also been in the kitchen hanging out using the Alexa show or Echo show. And I'll say, uh, Alexa, I want to buy a, a pH water tester. We had to test our water recently. Yeah. And uh, so then it'll, it'll give several examples and so on. I can pick one and buy it. And, right. and really seamless and interesting. And I bought several things that way. And uh, you know, when you kind of get used to that, you think, I can say something a lot faster than I can type it. I, I can hear and say yes, no, this option, that option a lot faster than... Uh, or I can multitask rather than sitting down and using my phone. And so uh, lots of good use cases. Uh, I know we'll kind of dive into those. Um, but, but do you have any, any stats or, or any insights? It seems like still most of the usage for these devices is, hey, Alexa or, okay, Google, play you know, the Rolling Stones or play some Beatles or play whatever. That's certainly how we use it more um, in our home. Um, but, but yeah, what, what, what are some of the trends and in, in how these devices are being used for commerce specifically? Sure, absolutely. Uh, so, so, you know, for me, firstly, it's, it's fairly surprising to see that you're already shopping in Alexa. I think you're an early mover. Yeah. Uh, but as part, far part as... Just because I, I want to experiment and I'm nerdy and I don't mind if I buy the wrong thing on occasion. Like, I just want to try it, you know? 
Yeah, that, that's perfect. We need more of you. Um, <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> uh, so, so to talk about the stats a little bit about where things are as of today, uh, I'll probably take a step back and let's say look at the web world and the mobile world in its early days. Uh, when the web and mobile came out, uh, you know, everybody was really creating content, looking at games, looking at engagement. And that's what's also happening on Alexa. Mostly businesses are not present there. Uh, it's mostly content creators. It's mostly brands who who leverage, who basically, you know, build their business on top of content. And uh, it's essentially people who love games, right? So people are building such sort of use cases. And given that's what's happening from a creator perspective, that's exactly what's happening from a usage perspective as well. So if you look at usage, the highest possible use case that's, you know, that's being used today is asking a simple question. For example, asking Alexa, what's the weather today? Or, or simply just the way you said, playing music. So essentially, it's just being used to do very simple search and, and really to consume content and, you know, uh, sort of use it for entertainment. Uh, but but 64% of people in America said that uh, they've at least used it once to shop something or to try or try shopping something, right? Yeah. So essentially... And, and one, one interesting side note here that I'll kind of, kind of interject. Sure. The more we use the voice devices, the more we say, oh, wow, it'll do that. So just as an example, uh, my 16-year-old daughter has a boyfriend. Boyfriend was going to be coming over this past weekend at, at the time of recording it, we're not too far past the Pro Bowl, which I don't understand why anyone watches the Pro Bowl, but but nevertheless, her boyfriend was watching the Pro Bowl. He was coming over after the Pro Bowl. And so she asked, Alexa, how much time was left in the Pro Bowl? Alexa said, there are, there's four minutes and 39 seconds left in the fourth quarter, right? So it's stuff like that, that, that uh, as you start to see, okay, I can get all of these answers, like real time things that are happening right now, answers. The more you do that, then the more comfortable you become buying things. And I think what's really interesting and last thing I'll kind of say about, or maybe the last thing I'll say about kind of kids in the younger generation, you know, we've got, we've got uh, these kids that are growing, you know, millennials and Gen Z that have grown up with a mobile device and now voice Absolutely. devices are there as well. And, and they're, they're doing things intuitively and they're doing things that, that older generations probably aren't even, even considering doing. And it's going to shape commerce for the years to come, which is exciting. Absolutely spot on because I grew up in a mobile first world where I do everything on the mobile because I grew up with a mobile, unlike my parents or, you know, my grandparents who probably did not have mobile access from, you know, from the time they went to school or college because there was no mobile at that time. Now, if you look at millennials today, they're growing up in a wise world because they have access to Alexa. That's the first thing they interact with at home. So essentially, that's the trend that's going to grow faster and faster and probably commerce will soon not shift 100%, but have, will have a lot of business being done on voice. Yeah. So you can figure it out now. If you can get really good at it now, then in you know, 5, 10, whatever this case may be, when, when voice commerce is really big, uh, you'll Absolutely. be in, in great position to fully capitalize on that. And there's plenty of opportunities now to, to succeed as well. So, Absolutely. Um, fantastic. So, so what, are some of the, what are some of the use cases you guys are seeing you know, specific to commerce where, where voice is having an impact now? Sure. Uh, I think that's a great question because <clears throat> one thing that I really share with, uh, you know, everybody who I speak to customers prospects is that uh, you need to think of it from perspective that, uh, you know, it's very different from web where you have a lot of real estate in voice. You essentially don't have any real estate. So there are a lot of things that you need to take care of. For example, context, 
you said when you're in the kitchen and you want to order for protein, that's that's the scenario or that's the environment you are in that's making you buy that because you essentially don't have access to, uh, you know, web or your laptop. And that's what's making you buy because that's when you're more comfortable with voice. So understanding that behavior and building use cases is something that uh, is, is doing very well right now. So just to give you some quick examples, uh, one thing is if I had to talk only from an e-commerce perspective, uh, again, if you look at a customer journey on the web, uh, people first interact with a brand through some sort of content or through ads, purchase something, and, and then they want to track the order, uh, where, what they've bought. Similarly, the behavior to purchase is not there, but the behavior to sort of engage with brands is still there and the behavior to track those things through voice is still there. So the two use cases that we've seen do really well is uh, if e-commerce businesses can sort of build games or quizzes on top of Alexa because game is already a proven use case on voice. So if you build that, you've built brand loyalty on voice for your customers. And, and can, can you give some examples that the quiz thing makes sense? Well, I know you're going to talk about that in a minute. Can you give examples of, of games that, that commerce companies have built? Absolutely. So uh, I, I don't remember which commerce company built this, but there's a game uh, called Price It Right. Uh, nice. essentially, essentially, what it does is it lets people play, uh, play a game to identify the price of the product. And the person who's closest to the price wins an award or wins a reward. So it sort of becomes a reward or a loyalty angle in e-commerce, which is huge because they can then use that discount or that reward or that loyalty either to buy on voice again or to buy on web. So you're bringing back that customer by you know using voice as a channel. It's not always about direct transactions on voice, but it could simply be used to bring back customers. And that's that's what's really important for businesses today because it's getting harder and harder to get new customers. Excellent. So rather use it for rewards. Yeah, and then, and then quizzes. Uh, how have you seen quizzes being used uh, for commerce companies? Uh, very similar to this. So, for example, uh, people I've I've not seen anyone, but but one of the companies that we work with, which is a pet store, and and they wanted to enable repeat orders in Alexa. They wanted a quiz to let people guess the you know they would give them clues about a product. So let's say it's a pet food, uh, it's some dog food. So they would give them clues about the dog food and ask the people on, uh, you know, ask people on Alexa to guess the name of the product by giving them clues. So that's that's another interesting angle because that keeps people glued to, uh, you know, keep thinking that hey, what is this product? Uh, because they've used the product themselves, and and you know, during the quiz you're giving quiz you're giving them clues. Interesting. Interesting. So th- those are, are are definitely interesting use cases. They don't sound like they're currently mass appeal use cases. And, and I think one of the one of the issues, you know, we talked about younger people as they get used to using voice devices, they start just you know, dreaming of ways to use it. But you know, if I'm shopping with, um, I, I do a decent amount of buying of things I see on Instagram or on YouTube. And so, uh, purchase this this cereal that that is um, kind of keto friendly and, and healthy. So I love cereal, but I stopped eating it because you know it makes you fat, especially when you're real age. Um, and so, you know, I like I like shopping for this. And I don't know the particular company that I buy this cereal from. I don't know if they have a skill for Alexa or a skill for you know Google Home or something like that. So I probably wouldn't even think about it. Um, how do you how do you get how do you promote 
your skill? How, how do you get people thinking about voice commerce for your specific brand? Sure. So, so let's assume that uh, you know you you are able to get your skill out there in the market. You are able to have your voice presence. Uh, you know the customers that we work with uh, have seen great success with very uh, you know very specific things and things like, for example, on a checkout page. If it's a repeat order, right? If it's a repeat order, we know that the customer wants to repeat the same thing again. Uh, so what, well, one thing that we tried and worked, it worked really well was that as soon as a customer checks out on your checkout page, after they've completed the transaction, you show them a call to action saying that repeat this order next time with Alexa or repeat this order next time with voice. So that they know and <clears throat> that'll lead to the skill, of, uh, you know, that'll lead to people installing the skill and, and using it. And then there are a lot of different other ways that we've seen people putting a push notification on their website yep. saying that shop with voice. Yep. And that's worked very well again. Love it. Totally makes sense. So so you talked about you talked about games and quizzes. And like I said, I, I personally I think that's a, a smaller use case, but you have several other examples that I think, man, that that's valuable right now and, and with a lot of people. And so can you talk about I know you, I know you got several examples. I think one from a pet food company, one from a men's clothing store and a few others, but what are some other really popular voice use cases right now? Uh, from a shopping perspective? From a shopping perspective, yeah. Uh, I think coffee is definitely a great use case because uh, if you look at coffee companies and if you look at flavors, people build a taste for things and, and yep. people don't necessarily change that. And, and why I'm saying this is because one of our customers, uh, which is a coffee store, ES Beverage, based out of New York, uh, and and you know what's it's it's really funny and I really want to talk about it because today they're marketing their Alexa skill on Times Square, saying nice. that people can say Alexa order coffee from ES Beverage. So coffee, uh, anything that's grocery because you uh, any consumables because you tend to repeat those things again and again. Uh, medicines is something that we've seen people repeat orders for. Although we don't have any customers, uh, you know, who sort of orders, uh, who's in the medical space. But coffee, pet food, confectionery and grocery is something definitely that where we've worked with customers for repeat Excellent. order. Excellent. Right. So re- repeat order, I think that to me is probably the, most, the clearest use case that, that is one, very beneficial. It's easy to get the word out. It, you'll have a decent adoption, you know, from people that, that are, are used to using voice devices. Uh, it's a real benefit and it's, it's going to impact the business, right? You're going to potentially in, increase your reorder rate because you've got that skill. Uh, what, what else, what else in, in, the, in the commerce space? And, and, and it can be, you know, before the sale, after the sale, what, what other use cases are you seeing right now for voice? So yeah, there are a lot of use cases before and after the sale. Before the sale, there's definitely deals. And that's the biggest use case for Amazon today. Everybody checks for deals before shopping. And Amazon is uh, you know very aggressively promoting that use case for their own store. So every time you order for something from Amazon, and if you look at the pa- packaging carefully, they have uh, the packaging which says, just ask Alexa for deals today. So that's that's a use case that works again uh, really really well. Uh, so Alexa, what are, Alexa, what are the deals of the day type of thing? Absolutely, absolutely. So if you say that, uh, Amazon will it'll by default you know activate the Amazon skill and tell you the deals. But let's say for example, it's a coffee company, then you just need to take the brand name and it will tell you the deals from that store. Uh, store locations. Sometimes people want to know what are the closest store locations close to them. So that's that's another use case. Uh, Post-purchase, what we've seen is order tracking is something that 
works really well. And because people still want to track the orders. And to be perfectly honest, the use case for order tracking today, how it is done, is actually broken because you need to go back to the web, you need to enter your uh, details and find that out. It's and, so and the painful. Way we, yeah. You got to log in or you got to click the email and the email links to USPS or, or to UPS or something like whatever. It, it's, it's a real pain. Like you got to, you got to have a reason for, uh, I mean, everybody's wondering when it's going to show up, but you got to have a reason for, I, this has to be here by this time or else I'm in trouble type of thing for you to go through the hassle of actually tracking that shipment because it's a pain in the butt. Absolutely. And that's where voice is really making it easy because uh, I mean, just the way we've done it and, and we're about to launch our Shopify app for this is that we've integrated with everybody, uh, basically 800 plus delivery partners. And whenever somebody wants to track the status of their order, they just need to say, what's the status of my last order. They don't really need to feed in any number or, or go back to the website. Beautiful. To track that. Beautiful. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah. That's great because that 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 solves a real problem, right? We all want to know what the status of our order is. We right. don't want to go through the hassle of checking emails, clicking on tracking numbers, getting to some, you know, delivery company's site, and then trying to figure it out. So that that's super interesting. Um, one one thought that I just kind of had that I want to want to bring up and get your input on. So uh, whenever I'm shopping with Voice. It's almost always in the kitchen and it's always with our Echo Show. So the Echo Show has the, the nice, rich screen. It's got an amazing speaker. I, 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 part of the reason that I use that is because it's in the kitchen and that's what I'm like thinking and doing and stuff and ordering. Right. Um, but also it is nice having that combination of voice and screen. And so I don't know if you've got any insights there, if you've seen any data, if you just have any commentary or thoughts. Because um, what what happens with that is I'll just, I'll I'll use the example of the 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 water kit. So right. we had some insight that maybe our water was high pH, and and so anyway, I was in, in you know hanging out in the kitchen, and I said, "Hey Alexa, order a pH test kit," and it showed like right. three examples. And the nice thing was I could see those examples, and I could see the reviews under it, and then I could just say order number three. Right. So it's still all done through voice. Right. But I've got some visuals there. I, to me, that seems like for shopping, especially if you're shopping for something new, right. that's going to be pretty powerful where you've got that voice skill that's, that's working, it's magic, and you're doing everything by voice, but you've got the visual to kind of help make sure, hey, yeah, this is what I want. Any, any insights or thoughts on that? Uh, I would completely agree with you. And what I would classify it into is that the screen is... Uh, you know, the conversion optimization tool there. Yeah. It's helping yeah. you convert better because yep. people get a sense of com comfort. And and with time, when they've become more and more confident with voice, then probably they will not be so worried about seeing it on the screen. But today, yeah. it's, it's very much needed. And uh, even when we talk to customers or even when we look at, uh, you know, research in the market, uh, people do want to build multimodal experiences, which is yep. they don't just want to have it with the voice. They also want to have it on the echo show. Yep. Yep. Or the Google Home or whatever. And, and I think the 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 key is so as an example, go back to the water right. testing kit. I don't care what that thing looks like. So I guess that would be one of those things where as I become more comfortable with voice, I could say, hey, order a pH kit. And Alexa or Google Home could say, This is the number one rated product. Right. It does this, this, and this is that. Is that what you want? Sure. Take get it. Right. Uh, whereas if I'm buying, you know, a new pair of sneakers or something or a shirt or, or something, and then that's probably honestly, uh, apparel is probably something that's gonna be adopted via voice later, I would think, or if, if yeah. and it may not even be adopted at all, but something where I need to see what it looks like, 
right. that's where the the different modality and and that that conversion optimization with with the, with the screen is going to be is going to be important. Absolutely, absolutely, okay. completely agree with you there. Yep, yep, fantastic. So, so what should e-commerce companies be thinking about, right? So, so let, let's say you know I own a, a you know five to ten million dollar e-commerce store, and, and we're selling skincare as an example. Right. What should I, what should I be thinking about? Like, what should I be considering now? What 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 skills should I consider building out and using now? What what should be on my radar for you know a few months down the road, a few years down the road? What, what advice would you give? Sure. Uh, so, the, so the best advice that you know I I would be able to give at this point is uh, again the one that I've got from my customers and and for people who we've already built, the mistakes that we've made, the mistakes that they've made by being really bullish and sort of trying to build everything there. Uh, what I would say is that even if you're at a five or a ten million dollar uh, you know sort of revenue, uh, you're pretty large already. And uh, if, if, if I had to compare it to most Shopify stores, I don't think most of them do that sort of uh, right. revenue. Yep, yep. That, that, so that's you, definitely above the norm. Absolutely. So you you already have a large audience. Uh, so start with you know very simple use cases where you start engaging them on voice, just the way we spoke about games, quizzes, deals, rewards, uh, you know things like that, or maybe order tracking, because. You have a large audience, and and you want to you want to get them started with very easy use cases and see does it really work, and if they are happy and they are confident and you know they sort of build trust in the voice use case, then probably do a quick survey, saying how how did you like our uh, you know voice capabilities so far? We are thinking of launching a reordering capability or a shopping capability. Would you be interested? Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly what we did with the pet store, and 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 when we did the survey. Uh, more than eighty percent of people said that they would be okay. <clears throat> Although, I mean, not everybody they had a, the reorder, the reorder functionality, right? Because we didn't give them the reorder functionality as the first step. We gave them the functionality to consume content or to just you know grab some information that they're looking for, and and once they became comfortable with that and they were confident that yes, this works, that's when we told them that hey, uh, we're thinking of making shopping also easy. Would you be interested? So that's how I would pan it out. That look at it like your product product roadmap, just the way you do it on your e-commerce website. This is very very similar to that. It's a journey. So start with very simple use cases, engage, do surveys, talk to customers, figure out what works, and and then build use cases like that. I love that. I love that. Start with something simple, something that works, something that's going to be either fun and enjoyable or or useful. And then as you get some adoption there, ask your customers, right? Ask them what they want. What would they use? What would be useful? I, I love that approach. Absolutely. Here's one of the reasons I'm excited about voice and why I think it's it's potentially very powerful for a merchant. Uh, I think this is part of the reason why Amazon is so excited about it. Probably lots of reasons. Um, could be because they just want to listen into all our homes. Uh, it is right. funny, my my eight-year-old daughter, she is always unplugging the Alexa device. We use Alexa as an intercom system in our home. Yeah. Our eight-year-old is always unplugging it because she's creeped out by Alexa listening in. And she's she's probably right, honestly. Uh, right. But, uh, you know, aside from that, aside from Bezos wanting to listen in to what we're doing in our homes, uh, you know, if I say, hey, reorder my protein powder, reorder my cereal, right. there's no option for a competitor to come in and swipe me away. Right, so now you know if I if I bought this product from Alexa, or I'm sorry, if I bought this product from Amazon, and I go search for it on Google, potentially served another ad, something else. I, I will be served another ad. Something will pop up that may make me say, huh, 
Maybe I'll try that one instead. Like that looks, that looks kind of cool. Maybe I won't buy this one on Amazon. I'll buy it somewhere else. That's eliminated when you say reorder uh, through your voice device. That's powerful for the independent merchant as well. If you can get someone just to reorder using, using your, uh, your voice skill, then us uh, marketers, you know, us diabolical marketers, we can't swipe away your customer because uh, there's no opportunity there, right? Absolutely. So, lots of ways to, as you're building convenience, you're building loyalty. You're also building kind of a fence around your customer potentially too that that can be that can really work to your advantage. Um, other other use cases that you're seeing for commerce companies right now. Other interesting things that that you're seeing right now, or or interesting things that are kind of right on the horizon for for e-commerce companies. Right. Uh, it's a slightly funny use case, which probably not every e-commerce company wants, but uh, returns is something that's really painful for customers because for it's sure. hard to figure out. But, and because but, it's painful, that 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 limits purchases, right? There, there, there's that seed of doubt saying, absolutely. hey, I don't, I, I might, there's a probability I'm going to have to return this. That's going to be painful. I just won't buy it. Absolutely. Completely agree with you there. Uh, so, so how we, and returns is a very, uh, you know, sort of helpful use case on voice because uh, if you want to return something, you have to go back into the website or read the return policy and things like that. And, and it's hard by, you know, by the uh, nature of the uh, you know, use case itself. But, but what if you could just initiate a return by telling Alexa, hey, initiate a return from store ABC. And, and we came across this use case uh, in a very interesting scenario of a rental company that we were talking to. For them, returns is uh, sorry, about... Sorry, what kind of company? Uh, it was a rentals company. Rentals. So they would rent. Okay. Right. Uh, for them, returns is about growth in business. Somebody returns something because they want to rent something else again. Yeah. yeah. So it's return and rent, return and rent. And, and then they said that, you know, returns is equivalent to growth in business for us. And that's when we started thinking that, hey, probably returns is also a good use case for companies that really want to make their customers' life easy while returning. And what better than having it on voice? Yep. Yep. Totally makes sense. I like that a lot. Uh, any, anything you, you would predict is, is coming down the, uh, the pike here soon or in the next you know, months, years, whatever? Uh, what, what do you see? How do you see voice evolving? Uh, I think what's really, what's the biggest shift that's going to happen? Um, uh, because we are, I probably did not mention it, but we are also an Amazon partner. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, but working with them, what we've realized is that their goal is to make uh, Alexa as, uh, you know, uh, something very, very similar to a mobile. Everybody has a mobile, but they want everybody to have Alexa as well. The biggest shift that's going to happen is that if you look at the behavior today, uh, people need to discover a use case or discover a skill on Alexa skill store. And that experience today is not really well optimized. It's not great. It's really not. Right. And that's what Amazon's working really, really hard on to help, you know, sort of make discoverability very, very easy and probably cut down the enablement of skills so that people can directly say, hey, ordered pizza from Domino's right after they've bought, uh, uh, you know, an Alexa from a store. So they just want to make it that easy that you don't have to worry about discovering skills or use cases, you can just say, I'm looking for pizza and, and it'll be able to tell you that what all stores are available on Alexa to order pizza from. And that's how easy your life would become. Nice. That does make sense because now, and again, to go back to the Echo Show, uh, it's interesting if you just kind of watch the Echo Show, you're not doing anything, you're not giving it any commands, it'll kind of scroll through 
stuff. So it kind of learns the headlines you like. It'll show, hey, this is the what's going on here. Like, and you want to know more? Say, Alexa, tell me more about the wildfires in Australia or whatever. So it's got news things up there that you can kind of dive into. Occasionally, we'll recommend a skill, and we'll say this skill is available. Say, Alexa, show me this skill. Uh, but I think I think that. Uh, you, you're totally right. Like we don't think about, we don't know, we don't know. We don't think about the skills that we don't know exist. And so being able to just pose to Alexa, I need pizza. I need new sneaker, you know, whatever. I need, I need to reorder this car part. Um, and then being able to, to recommend a skill to, to help us, that, that really makes sense. I like that a lot. Um, well, let's do this. This, is, this has been fantastic. And well, let, let's talk a little bit about emitter and and what you guys do how you make this easy kind of who 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 you're most suited to help so kind of give us the give us the scoop on emitter sure uh, so uh, like i mentioned earlier we are, we are essentially uh, you know uh, voice first saas platform and where we where our platform is really really helpful is that building an alexa skill is uh, you know it's it's not very easy and it is time consuming. So let's assume that you want to have a voice presence. You, you got to throw engineers solving that problem. And, and you don't know whether it will work or not. So even if you spend six months learning the documentation of Alexa or Google Home, understanding what to build, learning voice UI and, and great voice design, and you build that and then you start marketing it and you realize that you've not really uh, you know, made a lot of, uh, sort of got a great ROI from it. You essentially spent thousands and thousands of dollars. And it's it's a lot of it's a long effort in building that. What our platform does is that you know we've worked with Amazon to build use cases in such a way that we would allow customers in e-commerce to publish the Alexa skill within less than a week, less than a week's time. And 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 if you look at a generic, if you look at an e-commerce skill for let's say a repeat order, which which we have a template for or for order tracking, that would take anybody to build about six months from scratch. And, and we've cut down that and time. And it'll be expensive. Week. Absolutely, it'll be expensive because we know engineers are expensive. And then there's a huge learning curve. We've cut down that to a, to a week's effort. So that's that's where we are really, really helpful. And, and you know, since we work with Amazon directly, uh, certification is extremely difficult on Amazon Skills Store. So getting your skills certified and published is very, very hard. Since we work with them, we have first-hand information about what sort of skills need to be built and how their voice design needs to be for it to get certified. So those are things which are really hard for engineers to go in there as a first-time developer of Alexa skills and learn. And that's where we've taken care of things and cut down the time to a week to quickly publish your, your commerce skill. Excellent. Excellent. So if people want to find out more, they need to go to emitter.com, E-M-I-T-R-R.com. This is one of those things where if they want to develop a skill like reorder or something like that, they can just set an appointment with you and and get a or someone on your team and and get kind of a walkthrough and a and a, and a demo and a, a custom quote. I would assume. Absolutely, absolutely. Great. Great. Any any resources you would recommend? And anything if if someone you know if their interest is really peaked and they're thinking, hey, this could be something, but I want to digest more. I want to listen to more, read more to kind of get the, the juices flowing and then, and then I'll talk to somebody. Uh, any resources you would recommend? Uh, I would recommend the Amazon, uh, subscribing to the Amazon Alexa skill newsletter. I think that's the best because uh, 
one you get insights directly and, and from is that team. your newsletter no not our newsletter okay. but amazon's uh, the alexa skill newsletter got it, the alexa got it. I'll, I'll link to that in the show notes okay great yeah uh, because i think you get first hand information about the people who are thinking about how voice as an industry should move and and honestly i learn every day from that newsletter and that's what gives us ideas about what capabilities and features we should plug into uh, you know a product so it's it's helpful in general for anybody who's interested in the voice space great great love it it looks like you guys have a free ebook as well on your site that people can check out the ultimate guide for building scaling and running a shopify store right, uh, right. using voice Right. Uh, it does include voice use cases, but but the interesting use case here is uh, we've collected uh, you know we've collected information from about sixty voice ex- uh, sixty Shopify experts and and collated their answers in there. Great, 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 fantastic. Uh, and Mole, any any closing thoughts or uh, any asks for our audience or anything else you'd like to mention? Uh, I would say that if anybody's interested in voice, feel free to reach out and, and I'm happy to sort of consult you, think about, uh, you know, how your voice journey should look, or is it even important at this stage to look at voice for your company or not? And and, and always sort of, uh, you know, when you're building your voice design, the, the rule number one to keep in mind is that write down what you write down, uh, you know, remember that Alexa and machines speak much slower than human beings. So all that that looks great on paper is probably not the best design on voice. So keep that in mind when you're building anything in the invoice. Totally makes sense. And and I 100% agree that the, you know you need to look at is voice right for you now? And it might not be, you know, and, and, and for smaller e-commerce companies, you know, it, it's probably going to be more valuable right now for you to optimize your product detail pages or speed up your checkout or some of those other things or... or or refine some of your marketing, like that's going to have maybe a higher return right now. But voice commerce is growing. It's going to continue to grow and you have to think about it. So that was the main reason I wanted to have this podcast now is I think the quicker we can get our wheels turning and and be thinking about this and and learning about it, uh, the better equipped we'll be. Uh, I'd love all listeners to be early adopters and, and new things like this so they can capitalize and get a competitive edge. But it might not be right for you now, but it will be at some point. And so you need to be thinking about it. Completely agree with you there. Yeah. Yep. Completely yep. Awesome. Agree. Awesome. Well, Anmol, thank you so much. It's been really insightful and interesting. I enjoyed our chat and, and really appreciate you coming on the show. Same here, Brett. Thanks a lot for you know, having me. I, I really loved our conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, fantastic. As always, uh, as you're tuning in, we would love to hear from you reach out to us on on Facebook or through email. Let us know what you'd like to hear more of. We'd love your topic idea for a show. Also, we'd love that review on iTunes. Ideally, a five-star review. If you feel so inclined, that does help other people discover the show and learn and grow as well. And so with that, until next time, thank you for listening. All right, man, that's a wrap. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, 
if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.